The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVMB, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the Gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with a sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kali for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel work to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, since wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and confidence and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. To start off our musical program, our church choir will sing the song titled, Oh My My with I'll Fly Away. They are led by choir director Emilia Hahn and are accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ.
It is the hope of our salvation to one day hear the trump of God calling, come up hither and be with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Please join along with our choir and sing this spiritual number following the words on your screen.
Our next number is a rendition of Spiritual and Jubilee, played by the church band and directed by yours truly.
Tricia Son is our vocalist today, and she'll be singing the song, One Day. Listen to the words that remind us of the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ made for the salvation of our souls. Tracy is accompanied by yours truly on the piano, trustee associate pastor Evan Sproat Sr. and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, associate pastor Marvina Bing on the bass, and Iris Locke on the drums. One day when heaven was filled with his praises, one day when sin was as black as could be, Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin, lived, loved, and labored my teacher is he one day they led him up calvary's mountain one day they nailed him for me on the tree wonderful concert My Jesus is he Living he loved me Dying he saved me Buried he carried My sins far away Rising he justified Dying. 
For this second number, the church choir will sing promises. As we continue our personal walk with Jesus, we may not always understand the tests and trials we go through, but we know we can trust in the Lord and in His promises that He will lead and guide us through it. Oh. 
Our instrumental number entitled By and By will be played by a trombone ensemble of the church band. Yes, saints and friends, we can be truly grateful for the prayer answering God who hears and answers our earnest requests in times of sorrow, frustration, and tribulation. Next is a group vocal by the Jubilees who will sing, He'll Deliver Me. Surely Jesus is our deliverer in time of trouble. We know that when we place our trust and faith in Him, we can call upon Him night or day, and He will deliver us. The Jubilees are accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. This song is dedicated to Ms. Sierra Lynn Hahn. She is the beloved daughter of Associate Pastor Timothy and Mrs. Emilia Hahn, and is the second eldest of three children. Sierra is an active member of the church, participating in the choir, band, and orchestra, and attending prayer services whenever she is able. 
A young woman of few words, she quietly goes about doing the Lord's work and always has a ready and beautiful smile on her face when she greets you. Sierra, may the Lord continue to bless you in all that you do for the Lord. Have a wonderful day. Keep fed 5,000 with two fishes and bread. Then he walked on. 
Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. My socialist pastor, Jose Agenda, and I'd like to repeat our television time, station, and locations in the Canoliers for our viewing audience, especially if any plan to visit or reside in California. The discount cast in our view every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13, in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13, in Mount Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KCY, Channel 19 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30, for Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KZGI TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Tamara Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Cable Go to State Telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org and our concerning scheduled gospel services here in Homestead, Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service at 10 a.m. and for the services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kambiki branch church located at 1361 Poland Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule observed by neighborhood branch churches. The service is all conducted by Pastor Reza V. Castaner Sr. in Kanakai, Molokai, Pastor Kenneth M. Berry in Nahinamari, Pastor Walter I. T. Law in Hilo, Hawaii, Pastor Landon Kawaii Asano Sr. in Kolo, Hawaii, Pastor Helen Mastro in Bagulopi, Hawaii, and Pastor Vesper Perry in Presos, Kutubati, Minnaw, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church foundations. There are no collections. Have you desired to volunteer continue to support the power telecast in the Lord's work? You may do so by setting your donations and address designated the conclusion of telecast. And I would like to return our program, head back to head Pastor Billy Ann Jr., who will bring forward his spirit-directed and spirit-invited sermon. Pastor Billy. Thank you, Jose. What a privilege and honor it is to share God's Word and the wonderful gospel of the kingdom of God with those who need the Lord Jesus Christ because they are ill or because someone in their family has gone home to be with Him. Too many, life just doesn't make sense. However, Trusting Jesus Christ through prayer and committing all into His hands will cause the power of God to heal both body and soul. Jesus Christ is our divine comforter in times of illness, sorrow, and tribulation. With that said, let us begin today's sermon entitled, Trusting Jesus Christ When Life Doesn't Make Sense. A lovely child came one day and asked this question, Why did my father have to die? It doesn't make sense. On another occasion, the doctor walked from the intensive care unit and said to the mother of a 15-year-old girl, I'm very sorry. We did all we could, but it seems it wasn't enough. It just doesn't make any sense. A recent newspaper headline flashed around the world saying, missionaries raped, tortured, and slain by the natives. Immediately, questions entered the minds of people. Why and how can this be? Would the Lord Jesus Christ permit such a thing to happen? It just doesn't make sense. Sufferings and sorrow have all become a part of life. 
and there are many problems plaguing our society today. The frustrations are quite intense as shown by the fact that no one really seems to have any answers that make sense. Today we witness over the media of television the homes that have been devastated and destroyed by earthquakes, tsunamis, and catastrophic flooding due to current disasters. Children are being set aside by family dissension, divorce, suicide, especially among young people, has come to epidemic proportions. Not surprising why people today are saying it doesn't make sense. However, trusting Jesus Christ as true born-again believers in this upside-down world will make sense to what others feel. Makes no sense at all. That's the dilemma facing every man, woman, and child today. The question then becomes, how can we cope with things in our lives that just don't make sense? The best remedy for this predicament is to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and the Word of God to find a solution when life doesn't make sense. We must recognize life's frustrations and leave them in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are many things in this life that the Lord Jesus Christ will help us to understand. When others feel the loss and just cannot understand it right now, because at present, life just doesn't make sense. 1 Corinthians 1.25 explains in this way, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Trying to deal with frustration is like trying to eat flour alone or eating a meal of milk and salt. Separately, they taste bad and do not amount to anything. But when all ingredients are mixed together in the right proportions and baked, they make a wonderful blessing of delicious biscuits. The Lord Jesus Christ has a way of putting such things like biscuits into a recipe for life. And when they come out of the oven, they meet the taste tests and satisfy our taste buds. Romans 8.28 explains the process. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. We must not be like the ostrich and bury our heads in the sand. Instead, we must call upon the name of Jesus Christ and plead for the blood of Jesus Christ to help us meet each challenge head on that we encounter in this present life. 2 Corinthians 4, 8-10 offers this encouragement. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. The Apostle Paul instructs mankind that frustration can be overcome by prayer, for it is prayer that moves the mighty hand of God that moves the world. Philippians 4, 6-7 also relates this caution. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Keeping this spiritual encouragement in mind will enable us to deal with every frustration by putting Jesus Christ first in our daily lives. It is also best, though, we do not always understand everything. To trust in the Lord Jesus Christ because He has a perfect understanding of everything. Let's examine Martha's frustration over the death of her brother Lazarus. 
She's a typical example of the person who does not understand, but yet believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing he has all the answers. John 11, verses 21 to 24 explains, Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Martha realized her limitations and therefore petitioned Jesus Christ for a specific answer. Just because things don't make sense to us does not mean that it does not make sense at all. Another example is the Apostle Peter who had fished all night and caught nothing. It made no sense to him, but at the instruction of Jesus Christ, he threw his net on the right side of the ship and experienced the miracle of netting a great multitude of fish as described in Luke 5, 4-6. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. There's no doubt that the understanding of the natural man is very limited. And we only know in part. But when Jesus Christ, who is perfect, is come, he will make us understand it all through his loving guidance. Sometimes Jesus Christ will allow certain things to defy our own understanding to remind us that His ways are not our ways and His ways are best. Once again, the example of Lazarus teaches us that it made no sense for Jesus Christ to know Lazarus was sick and yet let him die. It just didn't add up at all in the eyes of His disciples. However, because it did not make sense to them does not mean that it does not make any sense at all. Let us read on in John 11, 39-44. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. Jesus Christ called Lazarus by his name, and he arose from the dead and came forth. 1 Peter 1, 24-25 teaches us, For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as a flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. When things make no sense to our human reason, we must turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and consult God's Word to obtain His spiritual reasoning and the correct sense of things. In Mark 16, 15 to 18, Jesus Christ commissioned His disciples to evangelize the world and gave them specific instructions on what to do, what to say, and where to go. Go into all the world 
and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any daily thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Today is of the utmost importance for every man, woman, and child to come to Jesus Christ in full repentance. True repentance is defined as professing godly sorrow for our sins. Repentance is the initial step towards full salvation in Christ Jesus. The next step is to be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and be filled with God's Holy Spirit, which is to speak in an unknown tongue or language according to God's word. Nicodemus, being a Pharisee and very learned religious leader of that time, was commanded by Jesus Christ to be born again or baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. John 3, 5 provides detailed instructions Nicodemus received from Jesus Christ. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in the seventh verse, he reads, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. If you have not been baptized according to John 3, 5, the Lord's way, you must be rebaptized. Some may say we do not realize that there was such a thing as the Lord's way. In water baptism for the salvation of one's soul. That is why we preach the gospel of the kingdom of God on every telecast presentation to apprise everyone of the importance for the salvation of their soul. Acts 2.38 lists the process that every man, woman, and child must follow for the salvation and spiritual healing of their soul. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This significant scripture presents the entire cycle for the salvation of one's soul, which includes repentance, water baptism, the remission of sins, and the gift of God's Holy Ghost. Acts 4.12 confirms the correct baptism being administered in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Paul provides his edification for using the name Jesus Christ in water baptism. In Philippians 2, 9 through 11, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. King David shares his exhortation in Psalm 73, 1 through 4. Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone, and my steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. The wicked are proud and fearless in their defiance of God. And criminals often face eternity with a reckless indifference and pay little or no attention to eternal life and eternal damnation to come to those who are not saved. Job shares his experiences with us in Job 42, 1-6. Then Job answered and Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hide a counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee and I will speak. I will demand of thee and declare thou unto me. 
I've heard of thee by thy hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Wherefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Many often ask the question, why do the righteous suffer? This may serve to answer their question. Suffering is correct. It purifies the righteous. Job was godly and possessed a wonderful faith which his afflictions could not shake. But he was not humble enough and was inclined to be self-righteous. When brought into the presence of God, he realized his sinfulness and judged himself, and this opened the doors to restored happiness and greater fruitfulness. Every true born-again believer may also have a similar problem, which can be solved in the same manner. The highest lesson we can ever learn is to trust the Lord Jesus Christ, no matter what the circumstances may be. If everything made sense to our human understanding, we would not need any faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. However, when these senseless times come, people may react in several different ways. First, they may grow bitter, murmur, and complain about the Lord. Or, two, they can reach out to the Lord Jesus Christ in faith and let Him work things out for their own good. Joseph in the Old Testament did this in Genesis 45, 1, 5, and 7. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all of them, and stood by him, and he cried, caused every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that he sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. And God sent me before you to preserve you and prosperity in the earth, and save your lives by great deliverance. Joseph's revelation helped him to understand that his experience, which was intended for his harm, was turned around by the Lord Jesus Christ and ultimately used for good to his family and others. In John 2, 9-10, Jesus Christ performed his first of many miracles in turning water into wine. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the, the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set for good wine, and we men have well drunk then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. It would not have made sense to the servants at Cana to fill the pots with water when wine was what they needed, nor could they understand why they should take the water and carry it to the guests. But they were obedient and thus witnessed a wonderful miracle when Jesus Christ turned the water into wine. The Apostle Paul gives us his wonderful testimony in 2 Timothy 1.12, For the which cause I also suffer these things, nevertheless I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. When things do not make sense, Paul made reference in Hebrews 5.12-14 to teach us accordingly. For when for the time ye ought to be your teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. The Lord Jesus Christ has created every man, woman, and child with five unique human senses. Sight, which is the eye gate. Smell, which represents the nose gate. Hearing, which signifies the ear gate. Taste, which fulfills the mouth gate. And finally, touch, which is the feel gate. 
The Lord Jesus Christ Jesus instructs all mankind in Matthew 13, 14 to 17, and in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which says, By hearing ye he shall hear, and shall not understand. And seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes that have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. The Apostle Paul reminds all mankind in Romans 8, 18, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Whatever we may go through in this life is less than nothing when compared with the awesome future the Lord Jesus Christ has planned for us. The life we now live is only for a moment, and then the real living which begins, which will be out of this world. And we will see Jesus Christ as He is, and when we see Him, we will be like Him. Titus 2.13 provides this spiritual encouragement, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. This life may be filled at times with things that just don't make sense. However, let us always remember to trust Jesus Christ, who is the author and finisher of our faith, who will soon return to call us home to victory, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. Now, if you would like to know more about God's Word and the church and review these telecasts in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless you and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. At this time, I call upon the church band to play a closing song titled, He Took My Sins Away.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.